Hello, I'm Eric Charbro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm at Info Security Europe Conference with Mark Bauer, Vice President of Product Management and Solutions Architecture at Voltage Security. Welcome, Mark. Great to be here. Let's talk about encryption. Why is it so tough, or why is there a perception that it's so tough in many organizations, and is it? So I think it's it's true. Uh, for many years, encryption has been something that's very difficult to implement, and I think that's reflected in the fact that we still see mass data breaches out there, uh, like the target breach last year, which illustrated the point. But I think the point really is that these days there's new ways to be able to solve this problem. Uh, one of the approaches that's emerged as a, a best practice over the last several years is this concept of data-centric security, for instance, uh, which really breaks down some of those barriers to adoption uh, define data-centric security. Yeah, so let me just say why people haven't been encrypting as much to date. So I think fundamentally, if you think of something as simple as a credit card or a national insurance number or a social security number in the US, if you encrypt something like that, which sounds really obvious and simple, what you end up with is something that becomes protected but useless from both an application standpoint and from its the data value. So you have to decrypt that data everywhere you need to access it, even if you only want the last four digits, for instance. So that creates complexity, management overhead, you have to change a lot of applications and so on, and that becomes costly and complex. So data-centric security, especially with the new techniques like format-preserving encryption, allow you to protect data, that's data down at the very field level, we're not talking disks and, and so on, we're talking data in the field level, and protect that without destroying the value, without changing the behavior of that data so it can still be in many cases consumed without decryption in applications databases and business processes give me an example of a business process where this kind of uh, encryption is used yeah so let's look at that and contrast it also to the target breach to illustrate the point so if you think about the payments world you're dealing with data that's captured in some kind of payment terminal you know you enter your chip card or you swipe your stripe card and that data then flows into a point of sale and that's where the target breach took place in memory there's malware in the memory in that system so even if you'd encrypted at the disk level and the point of sale it wouldn't have stopped that breach from rendering live data to the attacker and then upstream from the point of sale you've got the data processing systems the payment gateways and so on so with the data centric approach the approach is to encrypt in the card reading device that's the hardened device It's very difficult to, to compromise so what goes into the point of sale is encrypted data that still behaves just like a magnetic stripe or the chip data to the point of sale so it doesn't have to see the live data and then you have end-to-end -end protection of the data all the way to the payment host and so what you've done is you've effectively rendered that data neutralized from an attacker standpoint but you haven't disrupted how it flows and how it's used in the payment process so you've enabled end-to-end -end payments without increasing risk and that's this neutralization strategy for data-centric security with data-centric security, what are some of the ways organizations can use data that they weren't in the past, that, uh, data that was encrypted? Yeah, that's a great question. So with the rise of technologies like Hadoop and big data, that's a very low-cost way for organizations to get more value out of their data assets. So it could be customer information records, it could be uh, seasonality data in a retailer, might be fraud information in very large data sets that the banks may own. 
So now you can actually de-identify this data with this technology, this data-centric security, rendering the data neutralized from a risk perspective, but enabling it to be then consumed in analytics to get basically more value out of those information assets. And you can share the data with third parties, you can reduce risk, you can do more, and you actually see a return on your investment very quickly if you do that. So it's a win-win. Neutralize the breach and get more value out of the assets you already have. You said this is something that's been around for a few years now. How is it evolving? What can we expect to see two, three, four years down the road? Yeah, so another really good question. So we helped bring to market some brand new technologies to enable this data-centric security approach. And what we've been doing is working with standards bodies like NIST in the US, ANSI, and so on, to embody these methods like format-preserving encryption, secure stateless tokenization, into new standards that are accepted by industry. So I think we'll see more pervasive adoption of standards-based approaches. This is the next wave of data security and de-identification. And so we're going to see more and more of these technologies consumed across a whole gamut of different, very data-rich processes around the world. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you. I've been speaking with Mark Bauer of Voltage Security for Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.